Hey, Phil. Hey, Laurie. Look, listeners, imagine this. Uh, through circumstances that aren't really to do with us in this case. Is that right, Phil? It's a whole load of stuff. Yeah, we just have not been able to sit down and record uh, a podcast episode. I'm really sad about that because there's a lot to talk about. I mean, Deadpool 2 is out. I watched the whole thing, Phil. Didn't even leave 10 minutes in. <laughs> uh, Solo, a Star Wars story is out. You know, we've got, we had some great people email in about the Avengers to the show. You know, we're way behind, Phil. We are really, really behind. I'm hoping, I really, really am hoping. I know I think I said this last time we were recording, which was ages ago. Oh, it's going to be easier now. Four weeks ago. Uh, It just, life has remained insanely busy and difficult. And so, yeah, I'm hoping it will ease up a little bit in the future. But for now, I think we just have to say sorry. There's a pause on the podcast at the moment, which I'm sure you're aware of because it just hasn't arrived in your inbox (laughs) for ages. Yeah. Um, But we we have not forgotten it. and And there's no intent to stop it. One thing you can listen out for is that Phil and I I'm gradually trying to move some of our podcast stuff not move so much as rent it's paying rent it's on hold I don't even know what I'm saying uh, onto the radio show that I'm doing on Wednesday evening so we recorded uh, what we've been watching quite recently and I'm hoping that we can put some of that stuff onto my radio show which is on Wednesdays 7 to 9 but also on iPlayer so that might be a way to keep some of it going but there's just not been time to record a whole actual Super Baby Bros show but do you want to do something on Deadpool Phil now anyway? Uh, well, we could just quickly get a little bit of a, a chit-chat on it, maybe. A taste test, yeah. What, well, what did you make of it? I enjoyed it much more than I expected to. I think, having seen the opening parts of Deadpool 1, I didn't think the bar could be set any lower, so I went in with like the lowest expectations possible. And I wasn't disappointed from that point of view with the, f- the first 10 minutes. I thought it was just as tedious as the first <laughs> one. But then when the story got going, I thought, this is fine, it just feels kind of normal, it's a bit annoying... But I get that the character is meant to be annoying, so that's all right. I'm happy to be annoyed with the character. <laughs> that, was just, some, that was a bit of a revelation for you, wasn't it? He can just the stay idea. annoying. The, the idea that you're not supposed to like him or find him funny. But I think cause... you are meant to like him. I think he's meant to annoy the other characters on screen. Not he annoys to... me as well. Is that all right? <laughs> you're <No>? participating in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. But I thought it was fine, and I thought the story was okay. I didn't think... it's That's the kid from Hunt from the Wilder People, isn't it? Yeah, he's a bit of a bad actor, I think. He wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. I think it's a story we've seen already. The whole mutant who's on a path that could go wrong. I thought it was it was really weird to see Josh Brolin in there, having just been Thanos. Apparently there was a really long casting process, and actually that was one of the things that led to Tim Miller, the director, leaving the Deadpool 2 project. Uh, and it's David Leach, isn't it, I think, who stepped in. Have I got uh, that one? Yeah, the John Wick guy. Exactly, yeah. The less good John Wick guy, I think. Or was it, no, or was it's he the better the one. The one you liked. Chad Stahelski, I can never remember which one which one it is. David Leach was Tommy Blonde, he was good. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I think it was David Leach, yeah, the John Wick guy. But yeah, so having Josh Brolin being cast as Cable was weird, but I quite liked Cable as a character. I thought you weren't so sure, I think, is that right? I think the whole film, it was more of the same, and I've seen that it's not done as well in the box office, and lots of the box office sort of news stories have said, oh, people haven't responded to the, the sense of humour. And it's like, the whole point of the sense of humour is it's shocking and unexpected, but as soon as you expect it, it's, it's like, not shocking. And, and the thing is, I didn't find it childish. shocking. So, yeah, it, I didn't find it shocking even from the beginning. I instantly found it childish. And they did the same thing with the credits that they did last time. They tried They tried to make jokes, but it's just, they're just lame. The thing is, I enjoyed Deadpool 1 more than you did, and I actually watched all of it. But then this second film, I think the problems I had with the first Deadpool got even worse. I think... It's pretending like it's this sort of really subversive film and it's going to completely undermine genre conventions and, and do the superhero movie but in a completely new way. But actually, I think the the kind of the coating, yes, is a bit unusual. It's got a candy cane coating. But inside, it's just the same sort of movie as every other superhero yeah, movie. Yeah, definitely. And that really wound me up because I think 
if you're going to have a character like Deadpool who is is going to play the different rules and sort of undermine everything that's going on. I think you need to have a really unorthodox story at the centre of it. And actually, this is by the numbers, by the book. He's got a tragedy which he's trying to sort of solve. He's got a kid he wants to protect. It's the most banal story you could find, I think. it kind of has to end up that way. If they ever want to bring Deadpool into the wider franchise, which they must, they will. They, how can they not do it? Then they have to start doing that, don't they? I think they want, they want to keep Deadpool separate. No way. And, and sort of, I think, not separate. Too much money in joining them together no but i just don't think it'll ever merge properly with the x-men i don't think they were in it i know they were in it for like a little cameo but i just don't th- i think they're they're separate things they're going to stay separate mm-hmm. um it, as for as long as possible because i just don't think it works his character is all consuming and it doesn't work if he's in there as he, sort of he a, was especially present in this one he was the entire film really wasn't he wade wilson yeah the only character that i thought was really really good was the zz beats character zazi beats zazi beats domino domino i thought when when she's introduced, he's, oh, I'm lucky, that's my superpower. And he's like, that's not a superpower. I thought, okay, this is interesting. And I liked how that played out. I thought it was just fun seeing this this sort of random set of scenarios play out in which she is super lucky and it, it helps her out. I think that was that was a nice idea presented well, very cinematic, as they make fun of in the movie. But yeah, I think I was disappointed. I found it a bit boring. Yeah, I know what you mean. That scene where they had the team was quite a good one. I enjoyed that the most, probably. One thing I will add is that if it was David Leach, I really liked his action direction in on choreography in Atomic Blonde. I thought it made Charlie's Theron look really powerful. And there's a great Wired video that I still recommend you watch on YouTube if you haven't come across it yet, where they break down a couple of the scenes in Atomic Blonde mm. and the techniques they employ to make it feel strong. It's a very good video. I was very impressed by it. But in this case, there was a particular moment where Josh Brolin and Wade Wilson are fighting, and they've clearly done that thing, that old school thing of giving characters different, like, combat styles. And Cable's all about breaking people's arms. Like, that's his thing, isn't it? Like, mm. all of his moves are to do with grips and arms and breaking them and all that stuff. And I just thought it looked really slow and not very impressive, which is a bit weird, because Josh Brolin is a physical actor, and so it's is Ryan Reynolds. quite an old guy, though. Yeah, but doesn't, that's okay. I thought it, w- it was weird how it didn't seem to have much power. And if any Thing it reminded me of John Wick 2 where I thought all the action was kind of rubbish I I think I, I was an unimpressed with the action I think the action was poorly directed I'll, I'll really? be honest I don't think it was exciting I don't think it was the good parts of the movie the good parts of the movie is when there's things being chatted about and there's humour and things like that and that was a bit weak and I think the action was just a bit whatever I didn't yeah. really care well, there we go. I'd like to know what you think, listeners, because I, I imagine quite a few of our crew have gone to see it at Pixels and the Bros and tell me whether you enjoyed it and whether it's better than Deadpool 1. Because I'm curious about that, having not really watched Deadpool. Is this significantly different or not? Was I justified in leaving the first time? Superbadybros at gmail.com or tweet us at Superbadybros. Laurie, just before we close, because it's just a short little thing, can I have your general thoughts of Solo without going into plot details? Yes, you can. Yeah, and I probably will chat about it on the radio if you want to hear some more detail, although absent Phil, that's a shame, isn't it? I like sorry. having your sarcastic sorry, sorry, sorry. comments. Hey, I'm very No, in a good way. I mean, I mean, I like it. I said I like it. I mean it. <laughs> You're um, being sarcastic look, about it. I quite enjoyed Solo. I thought it was fine. And I particularly was happy with it, given The Last Jedi. I thought The Last Jedi was like a recalibration exercise where it reset my opinions and expectations for the Star Wars franchise under Disney. And they say, look, that film to me is kind of saying, look, we have to get some life out of this. We're going to have to change things so that we can spin it out 
and draw it out and make as much money from it as possible. So this is the way we're going to change it. We're going to change the way it speaks to you. We're going to change the way it deals with issues. We're going to change the way the story is told. We're going to change the way that characters are made and written and introduced. They did all of that. And now Solo feels absolutely fine because of it. Last Jedi was like, ooh. (laughs) And so whereas Solo is just fine. It just is a Disney film. And more than anything, it made me think, this is like a Captain America film or an Iron Man film. Sort of just general universe and other instalment. Exactly. And they're doing it so that they can link it up with wider wider things so either we'll see a second solo film or there'll be another origin film that directly incorporates these characters they are they are by the numbers doing what they've done expanded universe and that's why it feels like a horrible gear shift at the moment because they're turning star wars massive event cinema that's very rare you know each film was split by three years the trilogies were split by 20 years or something yeah. crazy that that is gone it's not big event. It's not big legend. It's not big myth. Instead, it's just it's films. Episodes. It's just Disney films. Yeah. So there you go. Oh. But from that point of view, I, I, like I said at the beginning, I quite enjoyed it. Could you imagine Ron Howard directing a main trilogy film? No. Okay. Uh, well, no. I don't think that's his style, is it? I don't. I don't think that's Ron Howard's style. What I will give him credit for is that he obviously was in American Graffiti, which is a George Lucas made and directed So he film. gets the George Lucas vibe. He's, he seems to know him, and that they, they, in various reports, they say they're friends. George Lucas was apparently on set at one point and contributed, in quotes, some direction unofficially to wow. a particular moment with Han Solo. And I think you can see that Ron Howard is quite good at straddling the gap between old school filmmaking and the modern era, more commercial productions and i say commercial every film is a commercial enterprise but let's just say that things are diversified yeah exactly so that it's a shallower veil than it used to be Mm. Uh, and ron howard can do both those things and i think that's possibly why i enjoyed it more because it had a bit old school storytelling charm and i liked alden ehrenreich given that that people said there were problems Uh, he's not han solo which is kind of the right thing to do he's a version of that character that's his so i won't be surprised if they bring him back for other things and he's fine Interesting. Okay, there you go. That's some uh, preliminary thoughts on Solo. Maybe when kind we've of both main, seen mainly my thoughts. <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, there you go. That's sort of it, I guess, for this little mini yeah. episode. I'll tell you also. I liked Han and Chewie. I thought they did that well. Apparently, it's a new guy in the suit. It is. Yeah, he's a young guy. I can't remember. What Does he get called. the sort of weird gate going? Yeah, I don't think Chewbacca is actually that hard a role to play, Phil. Weirdly <laughs> enough, I I think there's uh, he has personality in the first uh, three films that were released. Yeah, but I think that's ones. as much to do with the animatronics for his mouth, which I assume are animatronics. I think so. Yeah. Um, I no, think but they his were. whole like demeanor and how he walks and everything, I think, is is a unique thing to him. I kind of think they were defined just by the way that Peter Mayhew walks. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the thing they cast him well, but yeah, I, it's difficult to replace that a bit sort of, of a body. shambling gait. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't like the droid that everyone's talking about. So L337, do you know what that spells, Phil, in old school forum slang? L3... You must have seen L337 before. Is that not Elite? Oh. Yeah, there you go. That's a nice little clue for you. That's horrible. Yep. All right, bye, listeners. <laughs> bye. Have a, have a great, well, who knows what, week, month, whatever. We are going to be back as soon as we possibly can. Um, don't feel you have to tune into my radio show, but I'd love it if you did. It's fun, and Phil is on it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I am on it. Phil, Phil, does, yeah. Like, Phil contributes bonus stuff. We do reviews of podcasts and YouTube channels. I'm going to try and sneak in some film stuff as soon as I possibly can. So we'd love to have you, and you can email us. You can email Steve Bailey Bros, and, you know, yeah, it'll all work out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye.